And good morning, everyone. Guru and Wiz, a fantasy football podcast. Wiz and I, uh, as we do every year, we go through each division team by team and kind of take a look at the forecasts, uh, kind of what we think is going to happen, how it's going to play out. Obviously, it's early on here. Teams are just getting into camp this week, uh, so a lot can change. But nonetheless, uh, this is kind of the uh, beginning of training camp view of, uh, of fantasy football. We, we'll, we'll get closer to the nitty-gritty in terms of rankings down the road. But Wiz, we've come to the AFC North, uh, kind of a black and blue division. Uh, I look at the division, Wiz, uh, yes, the Bengals have kind of taken a stranglehold on it the last couple of years, but I, I can make the argument, Wiz, that any one of these teams can actually win this division. Yeah, I would say that uh, the NFC, the AFC North, along with the AFC East, are the two divisions where... Uh, you know, all four teams are certainly uh, playoff contenders, and uh, it's kind of a division where um, you could see where a team could pop up and win the division. And uh, while Cincinnati has been the best the last couple of years, you have to feel Pittsburgh is going to be better this year with Pickett. Um, the Ravens have had a lot of weapons on offense, um, and Cleveland. Second year, Deshaun Watson is going to be much better as well, and they've added some weapons as well uh, at wide receivers. So you have to feel things have kind of like bunched up a little bit in the AFC North. Yeah, that's kind of my take on it. Um, we're going to start off with the Ravens today, Wiz, and you, you talk about what they've done in the offseason and how, what the mood is coming in. Uh, I think the biggest change of all was the fact that they've shifted offensive coordinators. They've gone from uh, – uh, a guy who was really uh, in love with the run, uh, especially given the quarterback that he had, and that was Greg Roman. And, and it makes sense. He's a good offensive line, excellent running back uh, group. Uh, they led the NFL in rushing yards last year uh, in the offseason. Uh, Lamar Jackson, decent amount of drama around that one, Wiz. He ended up signing that contract, uh, but he's made a lot of comments regarding uh, his passing. And, and I will say this, Wiz. I do recall early last year – after three or four games, I, I think anybody that had Lamar Jackson as their starting quarterback uh, for the fantasy season was rolling in first place. He went nuts in his first three, four games, uh, and things cooled off. Then the injury, didn't play the rest of the year, uh, kind of a lost season. But Munkin has spent some time as an offensive coordinator in the NFL uh, with the Browns last in 2019. He comes to the Ravens, and the Ravens have made some changes with their skill set personnel as well. But, you know, it all centers on Lamar Jackson, Wiz, and I think it's pretty, I would say, pretty common at this point in time that Lamar Jackson kind of is in the top five in terms of uh, at the position. I think there's a lot of excitement around the player, potentially around the offense. Obviously, a lot can happen, but that's the mood, at least, coming into the season, Wiz. Yeah, I mean, he's he's ranked in the top five, I guess. Uh, certainly the upper half of, of, of quarterback one, there's no question about that. You know, you just always have to have in the back of your mind um, the way he plays the game and the way he plays the position. Is he going to be on the field for 17 games? Um, that That's the thing. I mean, of course, that's the thing for every player, but – he kind of plays that game. It's a little bit reckless. Um, 
he runs the ball live. He's uh, he, you know, he if he takes a big hit, it could be trouble. He's not really like a, a bill like a Josh Allen, a guy like that where he kind of like inflicts the, the hit sometimes. Uh, so you have to worry about that. Also, I'm a little concerned with the skill positions. We'll get to that, but I'm not sure like if these guys are going to be able to stay on the field. There seems to be stuff going on with Bateman, Odell Beckman. Odell Beckman, we know, is, is, is has a, a history um, of things going on. So I love the player, um, and the situation seems ideal. I don't know. When you look at it and you are faced with the story of um, – Josh Allen or Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? Are you taking Lamar Jackson above those guys? Well, probably not. Is uh, is is my answer? Probably not. Uh, I think for the aforementioned reasons that you gave. Yes, Lamar Jackson uh, over the course of his career has averaged sixty-five yards a game rushing, which is it's a big number. Was when you <laughs> just think about contributions on a fantasy basis on a game-to-game basis, right? And yes, he has some skill set players. Uh, but there are question marks, as you mentioned, around, you know, in each and every level of this. So uh, I think it comes with a little bit more risk than the other guys is, is my answer to you. And for those reasons, I'd, I'd kind of be a little bit more gun shy. But nonetheless, you know, the excitement of what we saw in those first three or four games last year is certainly something that's going to appeal to many a fantasy owner. Absolutely. And speaking of running, um, when you look at the running back situation, you know, I really like J.K. Dobbins as a player. I'm not quite sure what's going on here. He, I believe, just got put on the pup list. They also signed Melvin Gordon. They have Edwards. They have Justice Hill. Um, they have Keaton Mitchell as well. Um, you know, to me, I look at Dobbins, and it's a player that I've always felt has a similar skill set to, um, you know, a, a player that can can be um, – in 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 running back one category, but the things you have to take in consideration is um, is he going to get touchdowns taken away by Lamar Jackson? Is another running back going to be in there at the goal line? If uh, you know Gus Edwards, can he take some touchdowns away? And more importantly, is he going to get the ball thrown to him enough with his new offensive coordinator to put him in that category? Those are the things that have kind of like held him back and made him a good running back too. As far as talent goes, um, he's on a level with Jonathan Taylor, but he just isn't utilized away. And along with the other things that I mentioned about touchdowns being taken away from him by Lamar Jackson, it kind of prevents him in my view from being in that top 10 to 15 at the position. Uh, so I uh, well articulated uh, JK Dobbins Wiz has played 23 games in his NFL career and he missed the entire 2021 season. Correct. Uh, he's averaging almost six yards a carry in his career. Now, you say whatever you want. You could say that's a, look how good their line is. Look, they have the threat of Lamar Jackson with the option run and all that. Whatever it is, six yards of carry is six yards of carry. Um, he was electric in the second half of the season of his rookie year. Uh, and obviously, he didn't play, like we said, in 21. Uh, 22, when he came back, I do remember one run was late in the year last year where he busted it out when normally he was gone and, and he just had to pull up. He just didn't have the strength. So 
I was a player that definitely was not 100%, and whether he'll be 100% ever again after a devastating injury, that remains to be seen. But you can't deny the talent. Uh, in that second half of the season was when he finally got the stranglehold of the job and, as a rookie. He did only catch 18 balls, but when he did catch it, you know, he was elusive. He was electric. Um, but I don't know what's going to look like in this offense either. Last year, Kenyon Drake was the guy that was playing running back most of the year. Gus Edwards was banged up. Remember, they were going through a million running backs in this roster last year. Justice Hill was another guy that we thought they were going to be able to count on. Uh, he's not there. I'm not a Melvin Gordon fan. Melvin Gordon is over the age of 30 now. Uh, so I, I don't think he uh, represents a threat necessarily to to J.K. Dobbins. But how, how dominating a fact that Dobbins can be, that remains to be seen. But when he has been given the opportunity and when he has been healthy, six yards of carry stands out as a really impressive effort. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's, it's like I said, certainly the talent is there, but you're talking about a fantasy football running back. You really want, when they get the ball inside the five-yard line, to get really all the touches and all the touchdown attempts, and that's not going to be the case with Lamar Jackson. And is he going to be prominent in the in, in the passing game? And there could be a change with that, but that hasn't been the case. In either way, I have him in running back two. Do you have it differently, or do you have him in that kind of like that running back two mix? Yeah, well? no, I, I have him in the two mix as well. I, I would say there's upside, uh, but I'd say two two as we go into the season was. And wide receivers, interesting story. Uh, I, again, there seems to be something going on with Bateman. Is he fully recovered? Uh, Beckham got a, a very, very healthy contract to come there. I guess that was to entice Lamar Jackson to come back. Uh, Duvenay is on the depth chart as well. And, and the rookie is A. Flowers, who they took in the first round. Um, interesting receiving core if they could all stay on the field. It hasn't been the case with these receivers. It's tough to predict that's going to happen. So when you look at the receivers, um, Zay Flowers as a rookie is interesting to me, but <clears throat> you figure there's going to be some timeshare as far as receptions go, and then we haven't gotten to the to their best pass catcher yet in Mark Andrews, uh, who's going to gobble up a lot of targets as well. So when you look at the receivers, talent is there. Staying on the field is a question mark, and then they all have to contend with each other, taking passes. Who stands out with you in terms of uh, wide receivers on the Ravens? Yeah, so, you know, you, let's talk about Bateman. Let's take it from there, because there was some electric plays early in the season last year down the field, you know, a giddy with excitement watching that early on, and then, of course, uh, that didn't last very long. Uh, Harbaugh was always very evasive uh, with his injury, and that seems to be the case once again. He doesn't look like he's properly healed. That's a concern. I would say a fully healthy uh, Bateman in this offense would be very exciting to me, uh, but there seems to be a lot of question marks, and we've seen players that have been tarnished with the fact that they can't stay on the field, and right now Bateman is leaning towards that category, so that's a concern. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. is now going to be 30 years old. Yes, in that small sample size with the Ram Super in the Rams Super Bowl season, uh, Beckham did have five touchdowns. He caught a bunch of balls. He was on his way to a monster performance in that Super Bowl before he got hurt. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, intriguing, sure. They did a lot of patchwork the rest of the way last year, Wiz. Obviously, they're dependent on the tight end here. Uh, but DuVernay uh, got, got some action and made some plays early in the season. Didn't do much after that. Uh, Demarcus Robinson actually had a few games where he kind of flashed and, and, and 
I believe he is still on this roster as well for depth. So, yeah, and Zay Flowers is a rookie, so maybe Flowers ends up being a more integral part of this offense, especially given the Bateman situation. But there's a lot of cloud, cloudiness around Bateman, and I think that's something that needs to be washed, especially to see if he hits the field early on in preseason. And uh, cloudiness is a good description, but one player where there really is no cloudiness is over, over his uh... – is uh, Mark Andrews. He's rock solid. He is a terrific player. Uh, Lamar Jackson has tremendous amount of confidence in him. He's entrenched as probably uh, overall tight end two, tight end three, uh, depending, you know, how you feel about Hawkinson and, and what's going on with the Vikings. But uh, he, he's just rock solid. And uh, he may not be on the same tier with Travis Kelsey. Uh, nobody is, but uh, Mark Andrews is just uh, as solid as as you can get, and if you want to take him as the uh, second overall tight end in your fantasy football league, I have no problem with that. Yeah, look, he was unbelievable in 21 with 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns, over 100 catches, and he was really hurt by the fact that Huntley uh, struggled as a passer once Lamar Jackson went down, and that obviously hit Mark Andrews. Uh, ability. Andrews was also nicked up a little bit during the season, missed a few games when he was when he was not there. Isaiah likely actually stepped in with, with in the three games that Andrews missed, 15 catches, over 200 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, likely did catch over 30 balls. I, I'd like to see them use both of those players on the field a little bit more than they did last year. Maybe that will be the case this year, depending on how things shake out at the receiver position. But he's kind of an ultra... Uh, I'd say likely is kind of an ultra-athletic tight end, more of a receiver than an actual tight end. But uh, no debating on Andrews. I think Andrews definitely comes in one, two, or three, uh, depending on your liking, uh, coming into the season. All righty, and uh, Justin Tucker is as good as it gets. Uh, just there's just nothing to say. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, there's nothing to say there uh, except he's you know as good as I've ever seen it as a kicker. Uh, and the Ravens. Um, you know, it's a tough division, a lot of division games against good teams, but, uh, you know, do you have the Ravens as a defense that you could have as your overall starting defense? So they made the big trade last year for Roquan Smith from the Bears, uh, lost Calais Campbell, uh, you know, a veteran guy. Uh, I think where this team really stunk it up last year was, was in that defensive secondary. They were just lit up uh, on with frequency. Uh, and they didn't really, you know, it looks like they're going to do it with kind of like some moving part. They did make a couple of moves uh, in, in the offseason to, to address it, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit concerned at that back end of the defense being able to hold on because last year they had a tough time of it. No, I think, that, I think that's fair, and they blew some big leads and some crazy games, and uh, I think uh, I, I think that's fair. But, uh, you know, you they're the type of defense that I wouldn't mind drafting because I think you could have some pretty good spot starts with them. Uh, but uh, they're probably not the type of defense that you just want to throw out there every single week uh, due to the points that you mentioned. All right, good stuff. All right, that's the end of the Baltimore Ravens Rap Wiz, uh, Guru Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast on Apple's Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud. Make sure you're listening. Next up, Wiz, we'll be going to those Cincinnati Bengals. You got it.